So if you're concerned about the quality of the air you're breathing, and you should be, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier uses proven oxy technology that destroys viruses, bacteria, and mold by sending out O3 molecules, and they destroy all the bad molecules. Now, I don't know all the science, but I do know that with more than 350,000 sold, you know it works. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm is a purifier, not a filter. In fact, there's no filters that you have to buy over and over again. You can plug it in wherever you want better air or have odors to get rid of. I put mine in the kitchen because we do a lot of cooking, especially seafood. It's great for the basement, the mudroom, or if you travel, great for hotels. It also makes a great gift, and right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack, three, 3 units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in discount code TONY, and save $200. That's Eden, E-D-E-N, PureDeals.com, discount code TONY, and shipping is free. And welcome to Newsmax Daily for Wednesday, June 7th, 6-7-23, the first Wednesday of the month, and hashtag Global Running Day, meant to inspire those who do run, those who need to get back at it, and those looking to start a new healthy habit. Running can not only help you lose weight and get healthy, but it can help your mental health as well. According to the experts, running can be a form of meditation in motion, reducing stress and lowering anxiety. Killing your knees, but doing all that other good stuff. On the food calendar, it's World Food Safety Day and National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. I guess ice cream is food, and I encourage you to celebrate by eating some of it. I imagine ice cream stores or ice cream shops will be having specials today. I would say run down there and get some ice cream. However, today is not going to be the best day for running, at least in the East, where millions of Americans are under a poor air advisory thanks to smoke coming in from wildfires in Canada, cities from Ohio down to Charlotte, North Carolina. And in New York City, Mayor Eric Adams is advising residents to limit their time outdoors to the absolute necessities. As of last night, there were some 200 fires burning in Canada, and reports say about half of them are considered to be out of control. So let's hope and pray for the best there. And early this morning, while you were likely still sleeping or maybe just getting up, it'd be easy to stay on the sidelines, but that's not how I was raised. That's why today, before God and my family, I'm announcing I'm running for president of the United States. Former Vice President Mike Pence announcing in a video that he's running for president against his former boss, Donald Trump, saying... Different times call for different leadership. Today, our party and our country need a leader that will appeal, as Lincoln said, to the better angels of our nature. To the better angels of our nature. In the video, Pence did not once mention or show an image of Trump. And last night at a town hall event in New Hampshire, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie made it official, announcing his 2024 presidential campaign. I intend to seek the Republican nomination for President of the United States in 2024, and I want your support. I didn't actually see it, so I don't know, but it sounds like there's about seven or eight people there. Christie, a former Trump ally and former presidential candidate, delivered an anti-Trump speech basically offering himself to voters as an alternative to Trump. 
This is what one New Hampshire voter told ABC News. One minute he seems like he goes with what Trump says, and sometimes he doesn't. He kind of flip-flops a little bit, so I don't know. He's kind of iffy to me. More from Rob Finnerty on Wake Up America, who spoke with former New Jersey State Assemblyman John Wisniewski. You know him inside and out politically. Um, is he a serious candidate, or do you think he's being deployed to try and take Trump down? I don't think I don't think he's being deployed to get into a race, whether it's for president or governor, requires not only you, but your entire family and everything you've got. And so I, I doubt that he's getting in this as a stalking horse or to do someone else's bidding. I think his view is, what have I got to lose? I'm a former governor. This guy may be indicted. There may be a lane for me. Why not? And the worst that might happen for him is if Trump is the nominee. He may then audition for Trump's vice president spot, which he wanted uh, in 2016, but didn't get. Good point. What about a secretary of state? Because there's a lot of talk going around that that may be what he's really running for. Well, I think that, you know, any of those significant cabinet jobs are also uh, a, a third tier. Like the second tier is vice president. If you don't get to be president, you want to be vice president. If you can't be vice president, secretary of state's not a bad place to be. Secretary of the Treasury. Uh, Federal Reserve chairman, all of those key policy points. So, but I, I do think that Chris Christie made this decision because he potentially sees an indictment. Don't forget his background as a former U.S. attorney. He's probably got back channels. He probably knows a little more than most about what might be coming down the road from some of his former colleagues in the FBI and in the Department of Justice. And so this may be timed for him uh, on the eve of potentially an indictment. And his belief that perhaps that enables him to peel away people from Donald Trump. But huh. let's not forget, Good point. Uh, you know, he was Donald Trump's big supporter before he was his big detractor. Well, I think he, he was a detractor, then he was a supporter, and now he's back to being a detractor again. Assemblyman Wisniewski makes some interesting and valid points, and we know this is politics, right? Enemies on the campaign trail easily become allies in office, but I don't see how you build your whole campaign around talking bad about someone if you're hoping that they give you a job. I'll give Christie credit, though, for at least announcing in person in front of a crowd, same with Senator Tim Scott, why would Mike Pence release a video at 6 a.m. when he is going to be having an event in Iowa this afternoon. He teased the announcement in Iowa over the weekend on Wednesday. Uh, he could have just done it all this afternoon, live and in person. Ron DeSantis also released a video for his announcement, but that was because of the technical difficulties they was having on that Twitter platform at the time. Speaking of Twitter, without a lot of fanfare last night, former Fox News host Tucker Carlson released his first episode of what I guess is going to be his new show on Twitter. It opens with him saying, Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. It looks like he's sitting at a desk in his home. It was only about 10 minutes long. The opening topic was Ukraine. I'm sure you'll hear some Newsmax hosts talking more about it today and tonight. First, you need to hear Newsmax chief White House correspondent James Rosen ask Corinne Jean-Pierre about President Biden's health at the White House press briefing. I want to ask about the president's tumble that he took on the stage in Colorado the other day. Um, it's absolutely true that any one of us could trip over a, a, an object just happens to be in our path. Um, 
nonetheless, we've all observed the difficulty this president has in certain settings. Uh, steps are one of them. Um, and uh, of course, there was no sandbag in his path on the steps up Air Force One on all, any of those occasions. And I was struck particularly by the incident on May 19 in Hiroshima, where the president descended down a set of stone steps toward a shrine, uh, at the bottom of which steps he was greeted by the Japanese prime minister. And if you look at that footage, the president slipped and caught himself on those steps. Uh, and as he greeted the prime minister, you could even see on the president's face pursed lips as if to say this was a close one. And I know I watched that scene with my heart in my hands uh, because this was a set of stone steps and uh, even though there were handrails on either side, he was directed by his advance team, presumably, to descend at the middle of those steps, unaided by the handrails, the Japanese prime minister, an aide, or anything else. Um, and that could have been really catastrophic. And so my question to you is whether this whole series of incidents has led the White House Chief of Staff to direct some kind of review of the advance procedures that are employed on behalf of this, the nation's oldest president. So let me say you've paid a lot of attention uh, situation. I, I actually did not see that. Um, I was with him in Hiroshima, so I, this is something that I was not aware of, so I can't speak moment. Um, you know, here's w what I will say. Um, this is a president, um, you know, that has had an incredibly impressive first two years. When you think about what he's been able to get done, when you think about um, the record historic pieces of legislation that are now into law, I just went into, uh, went into it with the, the different pieces of, of legislation that's actually going to make a difference and change Americans' lives, Americans who truly need it. And that's, I think, is what the American people are looking for. She goes on with the Biden has done so much bid for another 90 seconds or so, and then... So I will, I will leave that there. Are looking at. I'm asking well, isn't, a it, what it, isn't that isn't that what it's important? As a reporter, don't you think it's important what Americans care about? But my question was, I'm just saying that is something that Americans want. Isn't that not true? That that they have a leader that's going to deliver for them. Your proposition may or may not be true, but it's not responsive oh, to think, my question. I think it's very true. You're asking. No, I know what your question is. You're asking me if we're going to change anything from here. If the chief of staff has asked for to change anything from here, and and here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are not. Things happen. Other presidents have had similar situations, as you know, and I'm sure you've rep reported on the last president who's had a similar situation. And so look, things happen. This is a president that delivers and will continue to deliver for the American people, and that's what he cares about. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. Bye, James Rosen. Increased spending, record high inflation, record high energy costs, instability worldwide, the border. Yes, Corinne, that is what Americans care about the most. And oh yeah, influence peddling and foreign affairs. Yesterday, Florida Congresswoman Anna Polina Luna tweeted, quote, just left meeting for House Oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family, end quote. Now, why is the FBI, do you think, able to keep Trump whistleblowers perfectly safe, but not Biden whistleblowers? Why do you think? I mean, I think the FBI is running cover for the Biden crime family. And I think that we're seeing here in America just a destruction 
of our democracy, just this destruction of our justice system. We have two tiers of justice. If you're a liberal, it's one way. If you're a Republican like Donald Trump, it's another. If you want to talk about these classified documents, President Trump, the best they're probably going to get him here is on his obstruction. You know what's going to happen? His approval rating, his likelihood of winning is going to go through the roof. But if you remember, Joe Biden had classified documents going back to when he was a senator. But the big difference is, as a senator, you. you don't have the ability to declassify. So we have a real problem here. If you're the average American sitting back and listening to this, you say, what is happening to my country? What can I trust? Can I trust what they say about January 6th? Can I trust what they say about election integrity? And it just creates a total distrust in our com- country. And honestly, it makes you just feel like we're on a hegemonic decline as a nation. Well, no, you said it. You know what? And Joe Biden never, in any position he's ever held, except for the current one he's holding, ever had the power to declassify anything. He has stolen classified documents. The folks over at MSNBS really don't care. The other other news cha- so-called news channels. That's Chris Salcedo, host of the Chris Salcedo Show. Must watch Newsmax TV along with journalist Aaron Elmore. Congressman James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee, now pushing to hold FBI Director Christopher Wray in contempt of Congress, appeared on Rob Schmidt tonight. And I want to start with this. Yesterday, your colleague, Jamie Raskin, jumped in front of the media, tried to discredit what the FBI showed you at Capitol Hill, claiming that this is something that came from Rudy Giuliani, that Rudy dug up in Ukraine, which he knows is if he says Rudy Giuliani, all his Biden supporters that listen to him will think, oh, it's immediately a conspiracy theory. Take a look at this. Uh, Rudy Giuliani uh, surfaced these allegations. Uh, This group was appointed and they looked into um, the... uh, the form 1023 determined that there was no grounds to escalate from an initial assessment to a preliminary investigation. Is that true? No. Jamie, you're asking sat by me for 90 minutes in a classified setting uh, for a briefing from four top level FBI executives and walked right out to the press conference right after I departed the stage and lied to the American people. This is this has nothing to do with Rudy Giuliani. This form 1023 has nothing to do with Rudy Giuliani. And the FBI said four times that this document was needed, needed to be protected because it's part of an ongoing investigation. Ongoing investigation. Yeah. Jamie Raskin's taken a, a lot of cues from Adam Schiff, I would say. You know, he's going into a meeting and coming out with lies. And I guess I shouldn't be surprised. Another claim is that the document is just secondhand hearsay. It's one person overheard something else or someone else saying something. Ironically, that's exactly the kind of testimony that was used to impeach former President Trump over the call with Zelensky. But suddenly, again, that bar is far too low for evidence against uh, President Biden, what is the real story with that with the hearsay claim that they're making? Well, the human informant, according to the FBI, is one of the most trusted, most accomplished informants, paid informants in the entire bureau. Uh, it's he's one of the highest paid informants in the bureau. He's been with the bureau for 13 years, dating back to the Obama administration. Still currently with the bureau. Kentucky Congressman James Comer, chair of the House Oversight Committee on Rob Schmidt tonight. And if you missed Greg Kelly reports. Nord Stream 2. Remember when that pipeline went kablammo and the media and the Biden administration really wanted us to think it was Russia. 
Funny how so-called conspiracy theorists are usually just the ones who figure things out before everyone else. Reported today that Biden knew three months ahead of time that Ukraine was actually planning its demolition all along. Yes, the Washington Post, and this time I believe them. When it comes to the Nord Stream pipeline, there were highly specific details, which included mem numbers of operatives and methods of attack, show that for nearly a year, Western allies had a basis to suspect Kiev in the sabotage. But Joe Biden, well, he's, he's in love with Kiev, and he hinted heavily that it was Russia who was to blame. She also asked me uh, earlier about the pipeline. And let me say this, it was a, a deliberate act of sabotage, and now the Russians are pumping out disinformation and lies. We're going to work with our allies to get to the bottom exactly what, it, precisely what happened. That's a little bit of disinformation and lies right there. He knew three months ahead of time that Ukraine, Ukraine had detailed plans to do this. But Joe and Ukraine, together forever, almost romantic, three days before Joe Biden left the vice presidency, he made it over to Ukraine for some reason to uh, talk to the president of that country in a very peculiar way. Mr. President, I may have to call you once every couple of weeks just to hear your voice. Uh, it's been going on a long time. What is that all about? I guess he's making nice on Hunter's boss. Wow. So many lies, so many incredible lies. The biggest lie of them all, WMD in Iraq. Yet it's Trump somehow who is in trouble again and again and again. He didn't start any new wars. He sought to end them, and he's in trouble. What is the latest? Well, it almost doesn't matter because it's a familiar pattern. This is what the ruling class does. The Democrat Party, corporate America, academia, media, they've pulled this stunt, what, a dozen times, 20 times? The Steele dossier, Russia, 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 Ukraine stuff, January 6th, Stormy Daniels, building valuations in New York City. Democrats and prosecutors go from one outrageous abuse of power to the next. Sad, but true. Like the investigation into the Trump documents when the president has documents from when he was the vice president and his 40 years as senator. And as Greg said earlier, the more you research, the less you believe. Also sad, but true. Greg Kelly, host of Greg Kelly Reports, weeknights at 10 o'clock Eastern, another must-watch Newsmax program. Today, President Biden has lunch with Vice President Harris. That's it. Nothing else. The White House calendar literally says daily briefing and lunch with the border czar. Well, no, it says lunch with the vice president, which is closed to the press. In Texas, the state Senate approved a bill Tuesday to provide a 10-year mandatory minimum prison sentence for human smuggling. In addition, the state Senate passing a measure to create a state border police force, as well as a new penalty for crossing the Texas-Mexico border illegally. Texas Governor Greg Abbott pledging to fight the crisis at the border and take care of business on his own if the Biden administration isn't going to. And clearly, they aren't. And big news in the media today, it appears CNN chairman and CEO Chris Licht has been let go by CNN. 
He's the guy that was basically responsible for the Trump-CNN town hall, which finally had the whole country talking about CNN. And by the way, if you're not already watching Newsmax, it is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum, and many others. It's also available on your favorite platforms like Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Zumo, and others. And make sure you download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. It's very easy to do. It's free. And then you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime you want, and stay up to date with breaking news. Thank you for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day or night and keep on Fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.